another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone! Trial by Stone! This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? again no it will be better Ooh. hello and welcome to trial by stone this is the dark crystal podcast i'm your host philip mitchell i want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of trial by stone as i mean recently the the, a new trailer has come out for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. We, it just, just launched just hours ago. I mean, as we're recording, you know, it happened early this morning um, in the US and, you know, out now across the world, of course. And there was a lot in this trailer. And so today, you know, we've got, of course, we've got Jamie, Jamie with us, the co-host, and as well as two other guests James Reedy and Rob Harper all the way from um, England. So thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. So excited. <laughs> oh yeah, it, yeah. It was it was um it was it was a pretty great trailer. Yeah, there, there, there was just a lot that was in this trailer. I mean, there are things that we had seen from from the previous trailers. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing, amazing trailer. So I, I guess I, I want to just yeah. I, I wanted to sort of go through everyone. I mean, I might start with you, yourself, Jamie. Um, you know, your, your sort of general thoughts on on the trailer um, for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. There's a lot to take in. I feel like there was more in this trailer than the, book, the first two combined. There's so much going on. The music is really fast-paced. There, there are a lot of characters that you see in this trailer it's i think it's the longest trailer yet and you see more than we've ever seen before there's larger shots um it's certainly more fast-paced and yeah it's just amazing it's it's amazing again i i i almost feel speechless uh there's so much in it and it's hard to know how to process it it doesn't feel like a show it does feel like a movie but it's a 10-hour movie yeah uh i'm interested in what you think phil because James and Rob and I have been discussing this for a couple hours now, but like, what do you think about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I mean, I'm just watching the trailer now as we're sort of talking about it. Cause I mean, the first couple of trailers that we got were sort of very visual, very montage you know, kind of trailers, which I mean, for teaser trailers, that's sort of what, what they are to, to extent. I mean, with this sort of being, well, what we're presuming this will probably be the final trailer uh, for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And I think it did a really great job of sort of explaining a bit of the world, you know, finding out like what, what all the characters are doing, 
you know, you see Rian. We got a lot, you know, like a lot of dialogue from Rian from Taron Egerton. It's just a visual <laughs> overload, I guess, that we get in this trailer, which is like two, two and a half minutes. And um, yeah, I mean, even looking at the, you know, the darkening sequence, we actually seeing more images. You know, you see that little creature. Yeah, and you see like a tight, like a close up, like a really extreme close up of Olgra and. It's just beautiful. Oh yeah, absolutely, without this a whole, doubt. Yeah, this whole trailer is like, like you just said, like it. I felt it pretty much is like the story trailer. So it's as before this, a lot of things were sort of speculation. We kind of like we went to like other articles to kind kind of piece together what the main story is about, and this really sets up the world. Like when you come into, I felt very much this was like a promo for episode one so this was like this is like right this is what is going to be happening this is what you need to know um it's just it just looked amazing i mean the what for me i don't know about anybody else but the one shot that stood out was that um silhouette of the chamberlain like so you've got like the chamberlain with like the sun beating down behind him it it reminded me straight away of like the mystics on the hill in the original Mm -hmm. one with the sunset going down and, bit, and it felt that immediately like gave me chills. Like that's, a, that is just dark crystal. Like it's just, it's almost like, um, an independent movie. Like it's, it's just so, it's so artsy. And I wondered if that was like, that's Louis influence coming through as well. Cause that's so like the original. Um, but yeah, just in terms of, I mean, it's just, I just can't believe the, epicness of that the visuals that we're getting like it's just crazy like it's and the you, i mean you, I, f- I felt much with this trailer as well you sort of there is cgi and you can can see that that's there but it's i personally feel it's how movies and tv should be done so you've got real life elements and then the cgi is there to help the story yeah it just really blends in because i mean especially like one of my favorite shots is seeing uh, i think it was i think when rain's like running out of the castle i know we sort of got that in previous trailers but because we got this you know more of an extended shot of it and just seeing him running for like good five or ten seconds and um i guess you know knowing sort of behind the scenes i guess that we know that there are puppeteers are actually operating it, you know, moving, you know, moving his legs and stuff or running. As it's been mentioned, like in articles about the big thing with the show is like, you're going to see Gelflings run a lot and, um, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there, there's a lot like just, just those, um, shots. I mean, that was the thing, even with the original film, seeing Jen, you know, those wide shots of Jen walking or, or running, there were moments that always, lose my suspension of disbelief but yeah you know this show is this it's it's like tenfold of that basically yeah well the amazing thing as well is like that is that that shot is like one continuous shot so the moment you see rian come into sit into focus the camera follows him as he's stumbling along and then straight out the window and it's it's just perfect it's just it's just amazing and then you see him like falling and then hitting the pillar on the way down and it's just incredible it's just, I'd love to see how they break that down and do that step by step because that's just, it's just amazing. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think they they did a pretty good balance with the three characters with Rian, Deet, and and Bria. So you have that even that little moment between Bria and her mother, the old Mordra, having a moment. It's just like that's just full of drama. It's like wow, like yeah, yeah. You just feel the emotion, and they're, and they're and they're puppets. You know that I mean. I don't see them as puppets. I mean, I see them as creatures, you know, like just unique um, in their own, own way. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was really, that was one thing I was really happy that we saw was each hero had their time in the trailer. Like for, cause a lot of fans were, were complaining that they hadn't seen anything really of Bria. So for her to have her own segment and to hear her and to know what, you know, what her, her part of the story is, that was really cool. Yeah, I I was really happy about that. So just just to, even to just to hear her uh, hear her voice was just really good. Cause we yeah, I feel like we haven't seen much of her at all. It was yeah, I, I loved that moment with her and her and her mother when she was. Her voice sounds perfect as well. I love it. Yeah, her voice is really really good. It is lovely. I don't know about you. Is it is it me or do they sound they sound younger? So like for example, if you if any, if you know. For example, the, the the lady that plays Dee, which is Natalie Emmanuel, who was in Game of Thrones, like she sounds like she's she she's made tr- like purposely tried to yeah. sound younger. She sounds very different, actually. And I yeah. think I think Anya, it's Anya Taylor Joy, isn't it? Anya Taylor Joy. That's right. Yeah. It sounds yeah, like an, an American accent. Is she? Is she? Is she American? She is, isn't she? I think Who, so. Who Natalie? Uh, no. no, I, no. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, I don't know. I think she might be. I think she's the only one of them with an American accent. The, yeah. Right, okay. yeah. Right, yeah. I never even noticed, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I think, it's, I think because we've just sort of heard British ones so far. So it's quite it's nice. weird, though, because the Madra has an English accent. So yeah, it's strange yeah. that her daughter wouldn't have an uh, an English accent or whatever. Obviously, it wouldn't be English in the show, but yeah, it's strange that the, her daughter wouldn't have the same type of accent. Yeah. Maybe she's yeah. listen again. Maybe she's been away at Gelfling boarding school <laughs> in Yorkshire. Been on the travel. And and Jamie, I, I think you have. I, I, if I have to guess, like one of your favorite shots was probably seeing Harp in that trailer like i mean that was another show i love like when he's just like when he gets up he's like yeah he's got his spoon out (laughs) i love that i do like i love her like i mean as much as it's funny because there's a few shots of deet and i'm like falling in love with deet all over again but i also love the idea that you have this podling who's sort of podlings do what podlings do they work in their village they're cooks it looks like they sort of work in service to the gelflings a little bit um but hup wants more and so it's that shot it's right after you hear oh they're forming resistance and then rian and all of the people go yeah and then hup takes a spoon out and he's like yeah <laughs> like okay. he's, he's like saying i can do what i can do and i love that i love that uh they are giving space to an unlikely hero um, someone yeah. who you wouldn't think, but also someone who thinks, no, I want more than this life. I want more than just being a podling in a kitchen. I mean, I don't know what Hup's story is at all, um, but I, I get the sense that a, he wants more. I think more. he's going to be a breakout popular character. I think he's going to be so oh, popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they give off that impression that he, he'll be the comic relief. Because, like, yeah. from what we've seen, this is quite a serious and quite a dark tone. So to have Hup 
maybe cut that with a little bit of comic relief, you know, with his with his spoon, trying <laughs> to take on trying to take on the hunter. You never know. <laughs> oh gosh, speaking of the hunter, I <sighs> there's two bits which oh my well the first bit that bit where he's strung up like what the oh, heck amazing. is going on? I'm like are they, are they punishing him like because because we know well well we sort of know that he's well in the book. I think it's it's not really a spoiler. Don't spoil it. It's a bit spoilers, of a, it's, spoilers. Um, well, I, I think it looks like maybe they I don't know, like they're punishing him or something, like he's done something wrong, or I'm not sure. It's, it's very interesting. I mean, the fact that he's like, he's like, hang, at first look, I thought, oh my God, is he like, he's that crazy that he has to be like tied up. But mm. then upon looking again, like he's just like dangling there and all the other Skeksis are like mocking him and it again it's it's the it's little things like that that immediately scream dark crystal oh like, yeah this is such a it's such a strange visual that you've got all these skexes which are the weirdest looking things and yet it's they're doing something quite human like like just chastising him for clearly well for possibly failing at what he's meant to do but I just think that that whole image was just spectacular. It, yeah, it's just it just immediately just makes you like oh my, just peach your interest so much. Like what on earth is happening here? And the the other shot of him, which I think it's him, is it looks like he is like he launches himself at I think it's Rian D and Hook maybe, but it, there's one shot where I think I'm sure it's him, and he just he's jumping head first at them. His entire body, yeah. his tail behind. I think it's yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it looks like he's hiding in those little blue things. Yes. And then he comes flying out of them. And wow. the only, I, I totally agree with you because the only reason I think it's him is because he's got quite a thin tail. And yeah. it so, sort, of, sort of matches up where we've seen him where he's sort of like fighting Rian and what looks like his dad. Yeah. So possibly it, I, I, it looks like that anyway. But yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like that moment when he he comes diving out oh, is pretty impressive. Amazing, loved that. Yeah, and just like yeah, just like seeing the gulflings flying. Like yeah, I mean, especially like the last sort of five or ten seconds, we get the shot of um Deet uh, with the Grutton tree, like image after image after image. I I, I mean, this, again, you know, this is something something cool about um I know like in the other trailers we had um you know those silk spiders that are you know definitely going to play a part in the show and the arathum as they're called yeah yeah because because i know like an original you know with the making of the first film originally the spiders were sort of going to be like the um well they're originally sort of designed as as you know land striders i mean you know when they were trying to come up with a transportation for Jin and kira to get to the castle of the crystal the original designs were spiders but then when they decided to change it up to um to the lands, you know, to what they were with the land striders, it's actually cool to you know see see those spiders sort of being used like with the world of you know of the dark crystal, yeah. And just I mean for me another big moment is just seeing um the flames sort of all light up. Again, has it, it does have a very sort of Lord of the Rings like light the beacons. Definitely, so, it's so hard to dissect this trailer because it's both a blessing and a curse because I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it. Because it's, it shows so much, and I know this. Te- this one of the things that is a blessing is that this show's ten hours long, 
So mm-hmm. you can afford to watch the trailers and know that you haven't seen everything. Whereas if it's if it's just a movie, like a one-hour movie, sometimes these sort of things you, they show too much. But I still yeah. get the, I still get the, you still get the feeling you haven't even scratched the surface, and there's still so much you haven't seen. And there's I, some misdirection in the but, trailer as well. Like there are. Like some of the scenes, obviously, well, for me, because I've seen episode one, come from episode one. There, It's a bit of a setup. But then I would say the majority of them come from all over. Um, I right. don't know, have no idea. I mean, I've only seen things here and there. Um, but I think I left the trailer when the trailer ends. I don't know what's going on. Aside from knowing what happens in episode one, everything else that I'm seeing, I'm like, I don't know where this comes from. So I don't feel like I know anymore. I think I feel like yeah. I know visuals, but I, I feel like they're doing a really good job at keeping the story under wraps. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's very much. It's Yeah, it gives the feeling and it gives the general, the general premise, which I mean, everyone knows anyway, what the general, what the premise is. So, um, yeah, I think it, it gives you more, it's more of a feeling for it rather than giving away what actually happens, which is great. Because like for so for film trailers, I I never if if I'm interested in a film nowadays, I don't even watch the trailer because I just think there's no point because it'll just ruin the entire thing. But I think this is doing a good job of just showing you what what the show's going to be without te- telling you yeah. what's going to happen. Right. Which is good. Yeah, and Once and I'm yeah, like I mean for myself, like there was a couple of moments within the trailer that I that was like, oh, you know, I think this sort of crosses over with things that happen in you know, one of Joe's books, for example, which I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go into spoilers, you know, with that in, in case of people are listening to the show for the first time and haven't read those books. So yeah, there are a couple of moments where it's like, you know, like how much, you know, <laughs> you know, to really speculate too much or just, you know, see it as it is and just, you know, really wait and, you know, with the show coming out on the 30th of August, it's, um, not to go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not long to go either. And, and of course, I mean, Ethan couldn't be with us, uh, but on his social media, I think there was a shot of like these uh, butterfly creatures and he, he believed that those could very well be, uh, I think, wind sifters um, that were seen uh, one of the books, World of the Dark Crystal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's one, it's one of Brian Froud's concepts, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The original book. There's a little bit of a variation, but it's about the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, so around the one fifty-two mark, yeah, just for any, yeah, listeners, yeah, curious, yeah. I'm sorry, I think it's the scene in the palace, isn't it, where the I think it looks like it's maybe all the old mortars together in that scene. Um, yeah, I think there, yeah, right. it is. Yeah, I think um, I think one of the things that is really impressive is that that closeness to the original concept art and the and the material that was already made for the original film that wasn't necessarily used. And they're just bringing that back and using it and making it help to ground that this series and link it to the original movie. I mean, like, I mean, like you look at you look at the new Skeksis. I never thought I'd ever say I I really love the new Skeksis. Like they don't feel out of place. They feel like that is what that is how they should. That's how they should look, and that and that their job is how they fit in. Mm. I, I, there's nothing about them where I go. Oh, he's a little bit like that one, and he's a little. They just like the the hunter. Just is is like my new favorite Skeksis. I just want to know everything about. Him. He just oh, yeah. looks incredible. Like what Amazing. what's his, 
what is he? What's his? What's his? What's his history? You know, what's his? Um, what's his future? You know, yeah, exactly. It's just, he's just great. The whole design, and the, the idea of it. It's beautiful as well. It's such a gorgeous puppet. It's just, yeah. oh. He's, Jason he's, Isaacs has no, nailed that voice. Oh yeah. He's done such a good job, and like it's so completely different from Jerry Nelson's voice. But it doesn't matter because he's done it so well. It just totally fits. Yeah. I think it had to be as well because I don't think you could. That voice was such a dying voice. You couldn't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, for like 10 hours. <laughs> I mean, and that, that was a great line that we are eternal. Uh, I think that who's voiced by uh, Jason Isaacs. I mean, that was a cool thing that, yeah, we we t- got a lot more voices, you know, from from Rian and, and Deet and Bria and Algra. I think the old Mordra, quite a few characters. So yeah, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, it's just the visuals are just yeah, just astounding. And um, yeah, I, I I'm just I'm just looking forward to what you know people that are going to be seeing this as potential like the first time seeing Dark Crystal. How are they going to take it? So lucky, man. Imagine, imagine being like a kid and like this is your first instance <laughs> of watching. Like we've all waited like what twenty odd years to watch the next one. And they're just going to be like, we're going to wake up and be like, oh, what's this? Oh. <laughs> and it's all going to be available. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Do you know what shot I really loved as well? I thought it was, I, I'm, I'm loving a lot of just the, the framing of a lot of the like, long shots. Like there's a scene with Bria and I think it's maybe one of her sisters and they, they when they hug and it's just, it's sort of the camera just pulls out and it's like, it's them in this gorgeous <laughs> setting and there's like yeah. a lap. Landstrider in the background. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, it screams practical set, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like that again. We do have a whole new generation. I mean, even you guys are sort of one generation. I don't know how old or maybe like seven and 15, like they're going to see things that we grew up with in terms of like practical effects, things that are real. I mean, for us, the dark crystal was like a spell that has not stopped. Mm. It's, it's sort of spell over us since we saw it. And I feel like there's going to be a whole new generation of kids who are going to be like, Oh my God, the show, the show, I want to talk about it. Can you believe it? And sort of, take up the mantle after we're gone or after it's like we're old and like, yeah, we love that show when we were younger too. You know, um, it's just, it's an amazing, it feels like, uh, uh, the 80s again, in some ways, like we have the dark crystal coming out, you have these really great shows. They're not in the theaters, but they're on streaming, but it's just a whole new, it's like a, uh, like what's the word? Um, not, not regeneration, but it, it's, a, it's a whole new, era of film yeah. filmmaking for uh in a way that uh can capture people the way it was captured for us that yeah. you're not seeing in theaters because most of the movies in theaters are cg heavy all cg i mean there's some great films to be sure but not like it was in the 80s when most things were practical because cgi hasn't hadn't come on the scene yet and so we're seeing that in, in sort of the streaming world which is where everybody everybody is these days so it's just really exciting yeah, that's, yeah I mean, that's, that's the place to get. I think that's the place where all sort of experimental things will happen now. Because I think it's it was the only place that it can happen. Because studio 
uh, film studios are just it's just so much about money and, and whereas Netflix because of the you know the way they work they can afford to take a risk on something like this because it's not all about that initial box office it's I think that's now streaming is sort of the future of for the sort of experimental filmmakers I think where where sort of you know Spielberg and Lucas and everyone in the sort of 70s and 80s they got to, got to the you know the studios took a chance on them and that just never would happen now whereas I think in streaming that's where they'll take a chance on people doing something like this yeah and that 80s influence also comes through on the PR as well so like all three trailers they have got such heavy 80s vibe to them like like it's it's like something straight out of Stranger Things like that sort of like Tron like synth heavy music and it just works it just it also it automatically takes me back like to watching the original film because it's of that era and mm. like you know that that's not this trailer particularly but the second one there's like a real heavy synth and it's just you just get lost in it and it's just ah uh, it just looks gorgeous what it's really amazing is is that music from the show the synth or is that just for the trailer i think it's just for the trailer yeah, well, it's actually Tangerine Dream. It's Tangerine Dream. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? oh okay. And if right. anyone's familiar with Tangerine oh, Dream, they did the score for Legend. Yeah. They did indeed, yeah. I mean, I think it's awesome for the trailer. I don't need to hear it in the film, but I love the theme. I lo- oh. Whatever mu- instrument they're using for that theme, do you guys know yeah, what instrument that is? Ah, uh, not at all. It just works. Like, dim, 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 whatever that is. It's amazing. It's just amazing. It's organic. It feels epic. It feels, ah, it's just awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I know like with most, um, yeah, trailers, um, that that it's sort of like their own score and stuff. So no, it was awesome to hear that. Yeah. It was, um, Tangerine Dream. Um, that was sort of the main, uh, you know, music piece, uh, from the trailer. But I, I think like, I think definitely in for a treat once the, you know, once we get the soundtrack, we don't know when actually when the soundtrack's going to come out, but I certainly hope it'll come out like soon after once once the show comes out. And just like other little things like from the trailer, like I see, I think around uh, two minutes and seven seconds with all the Skeksis and there's like this big bright object that it seems like it's, they're destroyed. So I'm really curious about what that is. Well, if, if you slow it down frame by frame, you can see it got like it's either blood or juice in it it's got like a liquid in it and it's it just uh, I, at first i thought oh my god is this them shattering the, the crystal of truth and then when i slowed it down i was like mm, i don't well, maybe not but it it definitely um it's definitely interesting um yeah again just such a jam-packed trailer and i, I love sort of at the end when we see um deed sort of climbing out you know of of her home um with the you know the grotten tree um the sanctuary tree i should say overall like they really have hope that things are going to get better as we know from the film that's you know so you know from the following events it yeah it's like it's like bittersweet isn't it yeah yeah (laughs) interesting enough i put the subtitles on because i i was i wasn't sure if it was deep saying it and it's actually is it Celadon, Celadon, which is one of the other sisters of Bria. Yes, yes, and Celadon. Rhea. Yeah, yeah. So it's not actually Deet speaking, which I. That's one to be fire in that shot, crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
what ominous yeah, what yeah ominous what that is. <laughs> totally yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah maybe we'll have a sad ethan actually oh, so it's, there's a there's a quick shot of of Rian and Deet standing on a cliff, and I don't know oh, where oh, they oh. are, but they look down, and she grabs him and jumps off. Oh, yeah. you were bound yeah. to That's your favorite scene ever, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking for it, but when I saw it, I was like, oh boy, here we go. And that's not, it's not like the ravine shot in the original. I mean, that's like huge cliffs that are jumping off it, and like yeah, Rian is screaming. It's a great, it's going be interesting to see where they're going. I have no idea. Definitely. Yeah, and that's we know I don't have wings because he's gonna know. He's gonna know about wings. Yep. I love the shot. His wings open as well. You see a shot of her from the back, and her wings come up. Yeah, that's gorgeous as well. You also see what's the Madra who is voiced by Lena Headey? What's her name? Oh yeah, that that I off the top of my head. I know exactly what you mean. Stonewood clan, isn't she? Yeah. Is she Stonewood? I think she is Stonewood clan. Yeah, I she think is. She's yeah. from another, she's, is she the Mordra of the Stonewood clan? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. she's Rian's okay. Mordra. Interesting. Well, you see her flying, number one. You also yep. see her. It looks like she it's is. in the same area with all the lights that Rian is in in the, in the first trailer that we saw. I don't yeah, know what's going on. Tentacle. She's got like roots around her, hasn't she? Yeah, like it's almost like they're pulling her apart or she's struggling yeah. against it. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like maybe it's the darkening. I don't know. Hmm. And then you also see her with with a load of other Stonewood clan with swords, obviously yes. part of resistance. Lighting those fires of resistance again. Oh. That speech that um, when uh, Rian's making that speech, that's obviously when all the clans set aside their differences and because august told us that they don't get along so that's obviously the moment when they all join forces and finally come together yeah i definitely yeah i definitely think that's going to be like a big part of the show um with these three with the three heroes with rian deet and bria trying to convince like all the clans to sort of um to join forces to you know fight against the skexies and i mean we sort of see a bit of that um in the books as well with with the other characters as well um but i think yeah i think that's going to be like a big part of the show of you know yeah trying to convince them all to to join up together and and and, and fight and see if they um prevail i guess yeah I, i'd quite like to I'd, I'd quite like to see them only be semi-successful with that it'd be to see some of the clans just be like no 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 we're not interested like because <laughs> because it, it felt very much from the trailer that you know rian is trying to convince people that he's seen is true. Now, we if someone just randomly, if one that someone came up to you and was like, "Oh yeah, you know, this race that you've been serving for how many years? They're actually, they're actually evil and they're sucking the life out of people." Would you would would you believe him straight away? And I like that idea of maybe we'll see a bit of a maybe a struggle between yeah, yeah. Some, a bit of resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bada bing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. such a bad joke. Sorry. <laughs> we need might to talk be... about Jamie's favorite scene where oh, yeah. Rian is spinning through the air with the sword. Oh my God. That's pretty cool, like, huh? That is amazing. I was like, wow. That is so cool. I, know, I, I love that sword. I know a lot of people have been making comparisons, I think, to that sword from um, a video game. I think the Halo 
uh, video game series, um, which is, yeah, like one of the iconic, you know, very similar to one of the iconic weapons um, in, in Halo. So it's like, yeah. Um, and just, I mean, I, I'm yeah, just loving seeing all the new designs and, you know, we got to see a little bit of that Skickmobile as well. So that was, that was so, so cool to sort of see that in, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I was quite shocked. I was quite sure. shocked they showed that. I was quite shocked they showed because it, it it seems like it's coming apart at one point, and I was quite shocked that because to me that that for someone who hasn't read the JM Lee books, I don't know what's in the books and what's not. So that seemed, that seemed like quite a big bit of a spoiler, because for to me like that was like with the previous trailer, well the the first one where the first that was the first time I'd seen it, so I was kind of like oh wow that's quite. That's quite different. I'm not sure how I feel about that. But as as time's got on, it, it, it again it feels right, and it you, know, the, you look closely at the design, and it feels like it fits in. But yeah, it, I was like, oh, oh, so it's like it looks like it's crashing. So uh, to me, oh. that was a that was the only that was the only part of the trailer where I was like, oh, I don't know if I really wanted to see that. Well, James, I didn't notice that, so you've just actually ruined. Yeah, no, there, yeah, there's just so much, yeah, in that trailer to to look forward to. It's um, yeah, it's it's just going to be yeah an incredible show when it when it comes out on August the thirtieth. Yeah, one of the first shots I even loved where it was just, I think um. It's, it's Rian's voiceover and he's saying like there's lots of creatures here and it's just it just a random shot of just this lovely green long-necked creature just moving on just like it just remind it just made me think oh god I just are we gonna see all the little I mean I doubt we're gonna see as many li- little tiny creatures moving about all the time as in the film but it just thought oh you know just I love that they've done that attention to detail where there's just gonna be these little tiny insignificant creatures just moving about and I, yeah, I don't know how much of that we'll see because I mean, the, obviously the budget for a ten-hour show is not the same, so they can't have that in every shot. But I hope we do get quite a few lush woodland shots with lots of tiny little creatures doing their thing. And in the first trailer, you know, there and I think even in the uh, San Diego Comic Con trailer, there's a couple of shots where it's just a pan in or a zoom in into the this kind of quiet magical forest. So I mm. bet money we're going to see. Well quite a bit of forest with you know very exotic creatures because it's thra they have to you know i think there was some discussion before in a in an article i can't remember what article i've read quite a few recently but talking about we've never seen thra this way before where in the original you don't really see the you you know there's that scene where jen is in the forest and he meets kira and that's really it that's all you see except for agra's um mm. observatory that's all you see of thra i mean except for the podlings but you're not you're not like in Thra, you're just in a house. Um, yeah. And I guess it seems like from what we're hearing and what we're reading, Age of Resistance is really going to show you this this planet unlike we've ever seen it before. Yeah, because in the original film, it's sort of like Thra is sick. Thra is such a damaged place. You know, the Skeksis mm-hmm. have ravaged it that much that if there is any life left, it's struggling to survive. So that shot in the original film where it's the forest, you know, one of the things that I always remember is everything's getting eaten by something else. That yeah. the idea that there is that there is an ecology, but this world is sort of like it's it's become barbaric. Everything's trying to survive because there's not much left. Whereas now, 
they've got such this sandbox to play with because Thra is a living planet. It's full of life. Everything is still in harmony. And it's only the the cracking of the crystal and the abuse to the planet by the Skeksis that lead us down to that road. So we've got so much, so much that they can do and so much that they can play with that we, you know, that it is their limit. They can create whatever they want. And the fact that Brian Froud's involved as well, like he, you know, he's the creator. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think like considering that they have like 10 hours of, of dark crystal stories to tell, I definitely think that there's going to be a good part of the show where, you know, the show will probably slow down. Like with, I mean, of course with trailers, I mean, with this one that, that seems, Oh man, like this is really action packed. Like there's a lot that's happening. And I think it's going to be interesting to um, see with episodes throughout the show, whether it goes, has that bit of a slow pace. I mean, much like what the original movie was um, to an extent, I know that was sort of, uh, a bit of a criticism at the time when the show came out that it did feel a bit slow at times. And I think that might be, you know, you know, with 10 hours of dark crystal, I think that's, you know, some that we could very well see, but I think it's going to be in a way that it's not going to bother any of us at all, just because it's like just seeing the amazing visuals and like, I'm, I'm happy for them, you know, to take their time, you know, we, we're telling the story. I mean, for me, like with other Netflix shows, um, there had been some shows I, you know, I try and watch and they're all like, you know, they're well made, they're well produced. But my always little criticism was always that they felt really slow paced. But I think with Dark Crystal, like, like I'm actually, I'd, I'd be fine with, with that, which is kind of weird. But yeah, that was the sort of, yeah, one of the good things that I think they can really take their time. I yeah. think that uh, shows seem to be just, as an aside on Netflix or streaming services, they seem to be a little bit more slow paced because the filmmakers and directors and the people behind it have the ability and the time to take things slow, to tell a good story. And uh, I, th I think uh, I just had this discussion on another, another podcast that I do, which is my alien podcast, where we're talking about the difference between films of the eighties and you know, films that are released today. And most of the films that we see today are heavy with CG and they move really, really fast. But back in the 80s and the early 90s, we had films released all the time that took their time, that allowed audiences to kind of go along for that ride or, or just quietly take in their characters and their surroundings. Whereas these days, it's like the studios don't want it and there, there's no time for it. So to see this on a streaming service, I mean, even like Stranger Things, their 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 latest uh, season seems to be really fast paced, whereas the first season was much slower, much more methodical. So it's great to see. I mean, I don't know what Age of Resistance is going to be like. Hopefully, they'll it'll be interspersed with slow and fast. But I love the idea of going into the forest and just sitting there for a minute or two yeah. and taking it in. Perfect. Like that that's world building. That's what's important. Yeah. You've got to just, I mean, yeah. uh, just trust in people's abil ability. Cause I think with with the with um, what you were saying about films now, I think it's that they just don't trust that people have the attention span. I think you've just got to just, you know, just trust in that people can get absorbed in these things. And I mean, I'm thinking maybe if, you know, if it starts off quite big and fast and they just get people's attention initially, then people will just be happy to just sit back and let throw our wash over them and just love living in that world. Yeah, I mean, like, think 
think about what we haven't seen. So we haven't seen Gartham. The Gartham master, the treasurer, and the slave master are nowhere to be seen on any of the publicity. And yet, I'm totally cool with that. Like, I'm happy not to see them in this series. Like, yeah. I'm happy to, let's just do a slow burner. You know, clearly the silk spinners are like a prelude to the Gartham. That's how it, that's how it comes across anyway. Um, but that, that seems natural. It seems like I want to see the Skeksis make mistakes and lose before they get to the point where it's like, right, we need the we need to make something better. We need to make something bigger. Let's you know. Let's ultimately create the Gartham. And I'm quite happy to not see that at all in this series. Or it's, and it's the same with the Mystics. Like we've only seen we've only seen one Mystic, and I I really like his design. I like the fact that he's a little bit smaller and a little bit more streamlined. It makes him different from the other ones. But if we don't see them at all this series, or it's a cliffhanger, which would be quite cool, you know, I'm I'm quite I'm okay with that. Like if you do it right, then then fans will be happy with it. Definitely. And if you think about it, to to wipe out an entire race, it's going to take a long time. So hopefully, we, if we get more seasons, this can span over a really long period of time, and we'll have plenty of time for that. What I, what I was thinking what you said before about sort of the how the land is so lushing alive now i love that the color palette's so bright and fresh and i was thinking if we do get multiple seasons i hope they sort of really slowly change the color palette into that it ends with what we know from the original film so it just you see the world sort of fading really gradually yeah and yeah that's, that's what i've been thinking idea. too totally that's a great mm -hmm. idea I also think that really good storytelling, like we're not missing seeing other mystics or the characters that we know because that's what good storytelling is. If they're telling a gripping story and they've done their homework, they've done their research, you know, and the visuals are there, the puppetry is there, we we won't miss anything because we're involved in the story that's happening. Um, but also, we're also sort of the old guard for the original film. The new generation, they're not even going to know that yeah. the Gartham Masters That's not true. there or uh, or or Mystic Valley we're not seeing Mystic Valley. I mean, I would bet money that episode or season 2 if there is one will showcase Mystic Valley. I think yeah. the Mystics will probably pay play a big part in uh season 2, I would imagine. That would be cool cuz it would give it a different feel as well. Totally. Quite nice. Just thought we haven't um in none of the trailers have shown the heretic yet. Oh. No, they haven't. They are. Oh, I'm so excited. There's so much we haven't so seen. So good. Oh, so excited. Which is quite cool. Oh, so I, I want that to be quite mysterious. I can't wait for him to appear. The, the only bit I've seen of the heretic in the trailer is Brian Froud is painting the heretic's staff in the behind-the-scenes oh. part at the beginning of the trailer. Oh, I did not know that. When it's him, when it's him, Wendy, and... Um, um, to oh, when to yeah, when it's Toby, Wendy, and Brian, Brian is painting, and if you look down, it's the heretic stuff. He's got that like circular end to the stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we haven't seen him actually officially in the show. That's quite which, cool. Which I'm which I'm glad because again, yeah, I don't want to say he's the enigma. 
Yeah, and, and I think they're just sort of pushing with, um, yeah, you know, with having shots of um, Skekmal probably introducing him more in the show. And of course, I mean, we've been seeing a bit, you know, quite a bit of merchandise um, sort of centered on on the character as well. So I guess I could totally understand why, you know, some of the other characters are sort of in a bit of a background. I mean, you know, for, for right now, it's really just Skekmal and the Chamberlain and the Emperor, of course, taking center stage, like based on the, the, the trailers that we've seen so far. So, you know, it's going to be really exciting to see all, all the different characters with the Skeksis and especially with some of the new ones as well. Uh, like the collector and and so many others so yeah there is just so much to look forward to and yeah you know we, we each day we're just getting closer and closer to the release of the show i mean there's only what 16 days until until the show's out oh my god that's mental. it's yeah that's just, <laughs> i'm so nervous <laughs> it's, been like, it's been like the longest wait i feel like i felt every day Crazy. A, a really weird feeling that I had after I watched this trailer, which is just bizarre. But I kind of, I kind of felt a bit sad that I was like, because I think because this is the final thing we're getting, and the next thing we get is the series, and part of me felt like, oh god, they, they get sort of over. I mean, hopefully it isn't because we'll get more. But they, I think because I've just spent so long thinking about this and being excited about it that I'm kind of like that excitement's going to be gone then. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I totally agree. A... But then we'll be talking about each episode for days Straight. and days and Straight. what we're seeing. Um, although I will really hope, and I don't know what they're going to do. Obviously the posters that we've seen are really great. That first poster of, you know, of the, of the three looking at the castle is just awesome. But I really hope that they reveal a formal Brian Froud, Age of Resistance poster. You That's what I want. I think they've right. done this right. It, it like, won't be Dark Crystal without a, a Brian Proud poster. Sorry, yes it will. Yes it will. Yes it will. If they haven't done that, I'm really surprised. Yeah, I'd be I'm surprised really too. Surprised. Unless I, I mean, unless he's just been so busy with the series. I mean, like, to, you know, when when you look at the behind the scenes stuff, like he's he's on pretty much everything. Like all the designs, he's building. You know, this is like this is just like what he did on the original, like him, how him and Wendy met. Like they yeah. were, they were like up to their elbows in like gelfling tunics. Like so, maybe <laughs> just maybe just have time to do the design, or maybe they didn't want it. I, I don't know. I mean, they you know they didn't. You know, Possible. Did, Brian, Brian designed one for the original for the original film, and they and they, t- they turned it down. So it was originally yeah. given that pass. But he did. He didn't do one for the original. So, I I think I think that'd be major fan service if he did it. But they did though. I mean, he did like the making of the Dark Crystal book. That small brown book. There's essentially a poster that he did on the cover. Yeah. Sorry. He. So yes. He. So he designed one, which was turned down, which then eventually was given to all the cast and crew as a gift. Um. But it, yeah. But. Yeah, cause, think, yeah, because the main poster was done by um Richard Amsell. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Which is awesome. Oh, beautiful way. poster. Yeah. 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 Cool. But yeah, I just uh, that would be awesome. That's a wish list. It would be great. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess yeah, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Um, you know, with the show just days away from from being released, and I think yeah, we'll we'll have to wrap up <laughs> with the discussion of the of the trailer for the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. 
Um, I just want to say, yeah, thank you for, for being part of the conversation, um, uh, Rob and, and James, and of course, uh, J Jamie as well. So no, thank you for, um, yeah, making, making, making the time to, to be part of this episode. Thanks for having us on. It's been a great pleasure. Cool. I just want to tell everyone that Ethan actually hasn't been sacked because obviously in the last episode he was. We're going to introduce Hup. Hup is going to be our new co-host. Hup will be on yeah. next episode. <laughs> yeah, but if he's saying you have to come on. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he will. He actually, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. actually messaged us uh, saying asking when he starts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no joke. <laughs> yeah, it's no joke. He did. Yeah, as long as he brings his spoon, we'll be happy. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> I, we'll definitely have him on the show. So, no, that's the thing. Like, once the show comes out, there's going to be so much to look forward to. Not only with discussing about the show, but also with the interviews. Um, being able to chat with people who worked on the show. We've got a lot to look forward to, and a lot of discussion that's just going to revolve around. Um, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. You've already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! And that's all the time that we have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We're on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. You can follow us on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. We also have an official website for Trial by Stone, which you can check it out at darkcrystalpodcast.com. If you like the show and you think that others would love it too, then please write a review for the show. It'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you all so much and stay tuned for the next episode of Trial by Stone.